Hey, this is Melissa Parsons, and you are listening to the Your Favorite You podcast. I'm a certified life coach with an advanced certification in deep dive coaching. The purpose of this podcast is to help brilliant women like you with beautiful brains create the life you've been dreaming of with intention. My goal is to help you find your favorite version of you by teaching you how to treat yourself as your own best friend. If this sounds incredible to you and you want practical tips on changing up how you treat yourself, then you're in the right place. Just so you know, I'm a huge fan of using all of the words available to me in the English language, so please proceed with caution if young ears are around. Hey there, welcome back to your favorite you. I am so grateful to you all for coming back here week after week after week. I cannot believe we are at episode 18. I have been putting out this podcast for one third of a year. What? It's so fun to think about it that way. I am going to ask you guys once again to go into Apple Podcast and submit a review of the podcast for me. First, I'm going to share a review from OB Doc Mama. She says, Melissa is a breath of fresh air in my day. Her vulnerability and authenticity challenge me to ask myself the tough questions. I always leave calmer, thinking hard, and closer to my favorite me. Thank you, Obi Doc Mama. Vulnerability and authenticity are definitely traits that I strive to share, so this review means so much to me. And I love that you leave coming closer to your favorite you. That's so awesome. So I want to incentivize the rest of you to review the podcast. So anyone who goes in and reviews between now and Valentine's Day will be put in a drawing to receive a box of some of my favorite things. So if you've already reviewed the podcast and you want in on the drawing, go ahead and add another review. If you have not yet reviewed the podcast, now is the time to do so. You have the next two weeks to get your review in. I will announce the winner in an email. So if you're not on my email list, please go to melissaparsonscoaching.com. At the bottom of every page of my website, it says join our mailing list. If you put your email there, I will make an announcement in an email after Valentine's Day. So may the odds be ever in your favor. Okay, on to the topic of the day. So In upcoming episodes of Your Favorite You, I'm going to be sharing some of the limiting beliefs that I have been working on overcoming over the past four to five years. The reason for this is that many of you seem to share a lot of the limiting beliefs that I used to have. And once I figured out where these came from, who they came from, how they helped me, how they've hindered me, I then got to decide if I wanted to keep the belief tweak the belief, or just drop it all together. So the first one I'm going to tackle today is the belief that life is hard, or life sucks and then you die, or in order to be worthy of my attention, a goal needs to be hard to accomplish, or if it's not hard, it's not worth it. Any of you have any flavor of these from your childhood or from the institutions you studied or practiced within, or just from your socialization as a human being on the planet, I would bet that many of you do. 
I just asked Owen about this and he said, yes, of course you feel better about the things that you've had to work for. It doesn't feel good to have something just handed to you. And that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Lucky for me, he listens to the podcast so he can hear what I have to say about it. (laughs) I'm actually referring to the idea that letting something be easy for you is somehow inherently bad and that working yourself to the bone for something having it be hard is somehow more commendable. And some of my clients, you know who you are, some of you actually look for ways to make things harder on yourselves so that you can feel better about having the life that you have. Or more commonly, they feel bad about having the amazing life that they do if they've not struggled for it, like they've seen other people do. Just like it doesn't make sense to finish everything on your plate because there are starving people in the world, It also doesn't make sense to feel bad about yourself because you've not struggled in the way that other people have struggled. This comes up usually with people whose family did not have an easy go of it. Their parents usually worked very hard to give them a better life than they had, and it works. And the kids do have a better life. The kids are now adults. But the adult kids now feel bad because they haven't had to struggle like their parents do. And they don't feel deserving of this better life that they do have. It's such a mindfuck. I see this happening in our generation too. We work hard to make our kids' lives easier than our own. And then we get pissed that they have a relatively easy life. I definitely fell into this when I was trying to come up with ways to make it so that my boys could develop some resilience. I got what I was wishing for. And man, it was hard for all of us. But I digress. Just be careful what you ask the universe for, because you just might get it. For most of us, just living on the planet for a few decades will bring us some times that are hard and sometimes that are relatively easy. You don't have to go to any great lengths to seek out the hardships. They will come at some point for most of us. This is why we should relish in the time that life is easy. It only lasts so long. I can remember working in pediatrics. There would be times where we would just be slammed with patients. There were not enough hours in the day to fit everybody who needed to be seen into the schedule. And then there would be times where we would have zero walk-ins, like hit the walk-in lottery, like goose egg, or have empty slots on our schedule. I quickly learned to relish the times that were quiet without ever saying the Q word, because as soon as you acknowledge that it was quiet, it stopped being so. That is a superstition that I truly believed and still believe to this day. So don't ever go into your doctor's office or to the emergency department or anything and say, it seems quiet here. Eek, don't do it. The other way I see this playing out in my sweet clients and colleagues and friends is those who jam-pack their schedules. And they're not satisfied with themselves unless they are running from activity to activity, checking shit off their never-ending to-do list like everyone's life depends on it. Many of us were taught some bullshit like idle hands are the devil's workshop, implying that you were actually sinning or the devil or evil if you are not producing at a high level every moment of every day. Let's just call this out for the patriarchal bullshit that it is. It is not lazy to rest. It is not lazy to take care of yourself. It is not lazy to take unnecessary bullshit off your never-ending to-do list. 
A different way I see this in my clients is those who don't like to celebrate the small wins. They don't think the little small wins are worth it. They only want to take credit when they've achieved a huge accomplishment. I'm telling you without a doubt that these small, seemingly imperceptible shifts in how you think about yourself and how you navigate yourself in the world make a tremendous difference in how you feel about yourself over time. And you're more likely to keep making these small one degree shifts if you see the value in them and how they actually compound over time. I am all for celebrating the tiny, the small, the medium, the large, and the supersized wins. Let's celebrate the fuck out of them all. The last way I can think of right this moment that people refuse to let it be easy are the people who want to go it alone instead of asking for help. This can be something as simple as me two days ago trying to drag the Christmas tree from the living room through the kitchen out the back patio door, which was locked, down the icy steps to the wooded ravine behind our house. Now, John was right there cooking dinner for us, and I could have waited for him to help me. But instead, my independent woman, hear me roar, streak was in full force. I was already making the fact that it was January 14th and our tree was likely a fire hazard in our home mean all kinds of silly stuff about me and my organizational skills. And damn it, I wanted that tree out so I could vacuum the carpet to my ridiculous satisfaction. You can see this playing out. It all turned out fine in the end, but there was a fair bit of head shaking and under the breath muttering about me not wanting to wait for John to be able to help me. It can also be as complex as a general surgeon friend of a friend not wanting to reach out for help from a coach because she doesn't want to admit that she needs help, that her experience of life will somehow be more admirable or worthy if she can just work through these issues that she's having on her own. If you are struggling to live your life as your favorite you, you don't have to figure it out all on your own. You won't care about the methods that you use to feel better. You will only care eventually that you do feel better. So get your butt on my consult schedule. And in case I haven't already said it enough on this podcast, I will say it again. The reason to work with a coach is not so that your coach can kick your butt or hold you to a tougher standard. The reason to work with me or any coach is so that I can show you that loving yourself and being your favorite you can be easy. The kinder and gentler and more compassionate we are with you on this journey, the further along you will be at the end. We have all proven that we can do hard things. My job is to show you how you can also let life be easy. Someone, I'm sorry, I cannot remember who to give credit for. For this one, said that working with a coach is like having your very own easy button. You know, the big red easy button. If it was you who said this and you happen to be listening to this podcast, let me know so I can shout you out, please. It's not always like having a big red easy button, but once you work with me, you won't be afraid to press the easy button and take the easier way. We will blow the idea that things have to be hard in order to be laudable right out of the water. One of the beliefs that I have from my childhood that I definitely want to keep is this too shall pass. 
So life is going to be hard. It's going to totally suck. There'll be times where you feel like giving up on your dreams. This too shall pass. Life is going to be amazing. Everyone is going to love you. Everything is going to feel like it has clicked into place. You're going to feel like you are the best mom, wife, sister, daughter, friend, life coach, whatever. This too shall pass. So go ahead, book that consult to chat with me about you. I look forward to meeting you. And I can't wait to see who gets my box of favorite things. Don't forget to submit those reviews, my favorite listeners. I'll see you back here next week. Bye. If you like what you're hearing so far and you think others would benefit from your favorite you, it would be epic if you take a couple of minutes to rate and review the podcast. Ratings and reviews are the best way to make podcasts discoverable. I'd love it if you'd give me your honest opinion, especially if you adore me. And of course, a five-star review would be fantastic. If you click the subscribe button, you'll automatically receive weekly episodes without having to do anything else. If you feel called to share it with others you think might love it, then I will love you forever. You will become my newest favorite podcast listener. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Your Favorite You. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn more, head over to melissaparsonscoaching.com. If you want to work with me to find your favorite you, to become your own best friend so that you can create the life you want with intention, please go to melissaparsonscoaching.com forward slash contact to set up a consult to work with me one-on-one. I so look forward to meeting you.